Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I think we, well, let me say I, have always had a tendency to complicate things. After discovering Neville Goddard and stepping out of my wheelchair for the last time, one might think that my life was smooth sailing from there. (laughs) But man, did I ever go in the opposite direction? I started really studying Neville Goddard's works and anyone who currently claims to teach based on Neville and even those who had nothing to do with Neville Goddard. And the more I read, the more I listened and followed posts, the more concerned I got that I was doing this all wrong. I was in this state of seeker. So I was continually finding more evidence of my belief that I was lacking something to be successful. I believed that I didn't have enough information, that I didn't know how to do it. So that state produced more evidence, more proof of that belief. You don't think you know enough, Mike? Well, here you go. Here's more proof of that, more things for you to be frustrated by. It was all quite maddening for a bit. What I noticed about myself was that I would read or hear someone's story and think, geez, I'm not doing it that way. That must be what I'm missing. And the more I read, the less certain I was in myself. There's nothing wrong with studying. (laughs) I don't mean that. But it was coming from this state, this lack and doubt that I was feeling. No amount of studying was ever going to remedy that. I was never going to get out of that state of not knowing enough, that panicky feeling of missing out on the right information until I changed the state. And for me, Neville Goddard explains it simply. Feeling is the secret. What I feel to be true about myself and my world is what I experience. Here's a story from a listener who, after decades of trying to shed some unwanted weight, 60 pounds, did so in under eight weeks by going within and seeing the new man. I'll read a portion of Jerry's email to you. Earlier this year, I purchased David Breslow's Wired to Win, a golf mindset program in which he helps you to clear your mind of the garbage that stops you from being a great golfer so that you can think, feel, and imagine yourself into playing fun, high-quality golf. Since it was rapidly working for my golf swing, I decided to use it for my health because during the program, Dave kept saying how it can be used for so much more than golf. I walked into my bathroom, stared into the mirror, and made a decision that I spoke out loud. I am happier and healthier than I've ever been in my whole life. And I really want to believe that this is true. (laughs) I added, in the second sentence to bypass the critical doubt factor of my conscious mind. I mean, there's no doubt that I wanted to be happier and healthier, so I used the second statement like an insurance policy. (laughs) I did this for three days. Each time I took a leak or a shower, I would stand in front of the mirror and say those words until my eyes sparkled and I saw a smile on my face, and I felt it. Then, after three days, I knew what I needed to do. I needed to create my imaginal act. 
I hadn't yet experienced the from perspective of being healthier and happier. So sitting on my couch, I closed my eyes and imagined that I was walking down a street in my neighborhood with a healthy posture and arms swinging back and forth. And a person stops and tells me I look so healthy and fit. And I tell them, thank you. I remember this imaginal act took about 20 seconds. I did it two, maybe three times while sitting on the couch. It was all done in about 90 seconds. I remember that it felt real. It felt natural. I had faith in that act. It was effortless and simple. And most of all, I wanted to believe that it was true. It felt real in my imagination, in my body too. At least seven people, men and women, have literally stopped me on the street to tell me how great I look. <laughs> he goes on to say that last year, his doctor told him that his blood pressure was so bad he's going to need medication. But with his latest blood work last month, the doctor tells him that his numbers are excellent. Jerry points out that he didn't go on a diet, but his tastes for different foods changed and he's found so much joy in taking morning walks daily. He says, I've changed my self-image and I know that my faith and imagination are the cause. The actions, the behavior modifications, the five sense based stuff all just fell into place. It didn't have a choice. Yeah, that's what Neville says. You select the state. What is the end? What do you want to experience? What do you want to feel? Everything else, whatever needs to be known will be known and what needs to get done will get done. Isn't that a wonderful story? The food change and his exercise were not the cause of his weight loss. For him, they're part of his bridge of incident. I love how he pointed out how that stuff just fell into place naturally because his state changed. He fell in love with the new image, the new feeling of himself. The change must come from within. The how of getting to your wish fulfilled is unique. It's yours. So don't spend time comparing yourself to others and how they got to where they wanted to be. If you're living in the end, seeing the world from this new state, the means to get there just don't matter. It isn't about manipulating anyone or manipulating your own body. It's about being aware of being something else. I know this about me. So now I'm going to know this new thing. And for me, the simplest way is to find the feeling. What do I want to feel? Paul says in the New Testament, feel after him and you'll find him. My translation, <laughs> feel after it. Feel after the state of your wish fulfilled and you'll find it. Whatever it is you want, find the feeling of having or being it. It's true now. It's already true. Not next week or next month. Not when the next president comes in the office. None of this matters. None of the, our traditions, societal expectations, none of these things matter unless you decide they do. Why not try stripping away all of it? and going for the feeling of what you really want, not what is expected. Oh, I should want this. No, what do you really want? Neville says to, to do it boldly, live boldly. 
push beyond what you think is normal. Oh, this is about all I can expect. So let me, let me just accept this amount of money a year. Just enough to get by. I don't need too much. <laughs> Go for it. Go for too much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing a new story for myself by changing what I'm imagining, changing what I'm feeling. One of the simplest ways for me to know if I'm dwelling in the new state, living in the end, is by noticing how often I go back and start flipping through the pages of my old story. Neville says, I must have faith in my imaginal act. The one doing the acting in the imaginal act is my truer self. Everything I'm experiencing in the physical world began and is sustained by the imaginal self. Faith in the imaginal act. You know, faith is a word that can come with a lot of different meaning. For many years, faith was more like hoping God finally decides I deserve this or that. <laughs> That's what faith, faith, you got to have faith that God deems you worthy. Neville defines faith as loyalty to unseen reality. I love the new state so deeply that I remain loyal to it. Not because I have to, but because I am so overwhelmed with it, so enamored with it. I fall in love with this new feeling. And as I do, my habitual desire to relive the old story naturally disappears. Nothing to overcome, nothing to fight. I'm so lost in this love of this new me that that old junk, that's a distant memory, are gone completely. I love you. I'm feeling twisty. <laughs> <laughs>